0: This week, it's Emotionally Charged AF. We're pulling into Transformation Station and everybody in the club feeling clipsy, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) We're going to get into all of that and more and what it means for you. Humbly at your service, your cosmic consultant, Maddie Murphy. And this is your Cosmic Rx Radio Energy Report, where you get the lowdown on the 411 and the WTF of it all, of what's happening in the cosmos and how it affects us down here on Earth in our muggle suits. So we are here. We are here. We are we are entering the eclipse portal, the heart of it, if you will, the gravitron energy of it. And um, I know a lot of you are already feeling it. We kind of get the pre-rumbling a month out, I noticed, but then two weeks out you know, after that Aries full moon, things kick it up a notch. And then as we get closer, ooh, we're in that like centrifugal force, the heart of the Gravitron. This is a huge season of change, of transformation, of release, of rebirth, of stepping more into your truth, more into your power, but oof, it can feel dizzying. The emotions are all over the place, but don't worry. We're going to walk you through, you know, what this eclipse is what to expect, how to work with it, and even a little bit of how it's affecting your chart specifically, because I need everyone to feel empowered, armed, right? Knowledge, power, wisdom. I need my baddies out there knowing what's what. Virgo announcements. Uh, This is, I guess, your last podcast, your last time to sign up for the Kripalu retreat. If you're in the area, or if you, you know, feel like road tripping or got some miles to burn, come join us at Kripalu. We're going to be there the 28th to the 30th, right in the heart of the eclipse and talking all things, cosmic purpose, really leaving you with a toolkit of how to understand your chart, to live in your purpose and giving you the spiritual energetic tools to feel more like you, to trust your intuition, to lead with more self-love, to embody more pleasure in your life and ultimately just find more flow. All right the days of forcing, the days of struggle, the days of doing it alone are over. So come join us there. If you're interested, love to have you. Kripalu is a magical, sacred spot. And I, for one, am going to be literally laying on the earth and be like, heal me, please hold me. It's been just an amazing, but busy, 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 busy few weeks, months, lifetimes. So I'm excited for a little rest, retreat, recharge. Other announcements? Please, everyone, please vote, okay? I know a lot of the registration deadlines have probably passed in your area, but please look up where your voting site is. Make sure you got all your P's and Q's crossed. Listen, it's our sacred duty, okay? I don't care. We can criticize the government all we want. I could do it for freaking days, but if we don't show up, I'm talking to my US citizens here, if we don't show up and use our voice and our vote, then like, what are we even saying? We're saying we want to change. We're saying we want a revolution and we're not showing up to the polls. So listen, when I, in my younger years, I didn't always vote. Okay. There was sometimes in my twenties when your girl was wrapped up in her own bullshit. And I am not proud of that, but my dad took me to the polls for the first time. He's a very avid <laughs> voter, and whatever that I'm laughing. I'm like, I don't know if that's even an
1: expression.
0: But he's very consistent with Leo. His fixed energy. And when I went back to the polls as an adult, and you know, really started researching what was going on in the midterms, and obviously like the big national elections, I was like overwhelmed. But now there's so many apps and websites that break it down so beautifully. And the last time when I was at the polls in 2020. I was just weeping. I don't know. Something about it. It's a spiritual experience. So please vote. Please tell your friends to vote. I'm trying to figure out something we can do here at the contest or something to give some people some incentive to show off their like, I voted stickers. I want like the baddies turning out. I want all the old white men, dinosaurs to know like Pluto and us, we're all saying evolve or die, bitches, keep your laws off our bodies. Keep a name out your mouth, and just let's start like protecting our children, the environment, each other. Like hello, goodbye. So let's do it. Um, I gotta think of some way. Let's think of something fun we can do together to really get everyone in on a big voting party. Okay, Virgo announcement. What else? The bad bitch, <laughs> the baddie bundle giveaway. So many good reviews. Just so fun. Like so many of you have been sending me like a Spotify screenshot and then give me a review in my DM, which I love. It's like a little personal love note. And this week's winner, truly adorable. Uh, This is from iTunes, Low Ren. There's no Instagram handle. I tried to find you. Come find me, sign my DMs so I could give you your giveaway of three free months to our Cosmic Rx plus premium community and daily texting. Empowerment every week is the headline. Oh Maddie, exclamation mark. See cute. What a blessing you are to our generation. I'm sorry. She just passed away. She just fell off her chair and she's back now. Your wisdom and insight is a gift to us all. I love how you keep it real and raw. Always raw dogging with us. Um thank you for this podcast and thank you for deciphering the cosmic forecast for us on this crazy earth ride. Oof, it is a crazy earth ride, right? Are we feeling that? Are we feeling that lately? I know I have been truly just like watching my own life, watching everything, and you're just like, wow. These seasons of the life, they they change, and when they come, the winds of change, It's like we want to be in the place where our wings can be outstretched, heart open, right? Even do that right now. Stretch your wingspan open. See how open your heart is. Feel how strong you are. Like, how do we get in that place so the wings of change can come up and... Take us up by the wings instead of the winds of change just knocking us on our ass over and over again. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how we can prepare for that. Before I get into that, uh, if astrology is not real, moments in the news from the past week. So, something that's kind of amazing that's happened right before the eclipse. So, if you're listening to this, and it's before the 23rd. I want you to stop what you're doing. I want you to go see where you have 29 degrees of Libra in your chart. Even if you don't have an exact planet placement point there, I want you to find it. And I want you to be like, oh, thank you. Thank you, universe. There is a blessing coming to that part of your chart. It is so beautiful. We're having the Venus in Libra Kazemi, which means Venus is entering the heart of the sun. Oof, Isn't that just a gorgeous image? So imagine like the planet that makes us all feel juicier and more magnetic and more loved and lovable and more abundant and just more like mm, radiant, juicy, glorious is getting illuminated from the sun, is getting a huge like high vibe, pick me up amplification from the giver of all life. And that is happening in 29 degrees of Libra. And this is very rare. You know, Venus is very happy in the heart of the sun. Cool. Cool. Venus is in its home sign of Libra. So it's just doubling down on this energy. It hasn't happened in 200 years, baby. So let's take advantage of it. And anywhere you have 29 degrees of a cardinal sign in your chart, that's Cancer, Libra, Aries, Capricorn, you're going to feel some of that juiced up loving from the universe over the next six months. So let's be open. Let's receive that. Let's just believe it. Let's be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Why am I saying all this? Well, we're going to these eclipses. A lot of the eclipse energy is about relationship energy, Venus, Mars. Venus is playing a starring role, hello, in this upcoming eclipse. And in general, we're entering this new Venus cycle. Part of that Kazemi is we're entering like a shift in the Venus start point cycle. So I also want you to think about as we go into the eclipses, what have you learned about yourself, especially in terms of Venus and Libra things since late October, early November, 2018. What are chapters that are coming to completion? What have you learned about yourself? What do you deserve? How do you bring more balance and harmony into your life, into your relationships? What have you learned about justice? What have you learned about money? And know that like you're going through an upgrade. Okay. Something that started then you're like, oof, going through, you're graduating. Okay. And it's part of a larger eight year cycle. I haven't even had a true cup of coffee today. I had a little like healthy ghee, little bit of coffee this morning. I'm just amped up on this eclipse energy, okay? Why am I telling you all that before I go into if astrology isn't real? Well, I was just laughing at some of the things that I saw on Twitter happening that were very lined up with the if astrology isn't real moments of that Libra. Now we're about to enter eclipse season. So at the heart of the eclipse, the news next week is probably going to be cuckoo, crazy banana pants, obviously official astrological term. But We see things in the news happening. I saw like someone posted that Netflix is finally up on the rise and they're putting out new, you know, contracts and bids to produce new stories and uh, TV shows and movies. That is very like, like again, Venus Kazemi. It's like a new blessing when it comes to art, beauty. So if you have something you want to put out in the world creatively, if you have some kind of big, you know, be prepared for financial gifts, for ahas around love, beauty. I'm just saying this. Venus Kazemi coming before the eclipse is really nice. It's helping us get really clear on like our worthiness and our worth and being open to the universe and feeling really in that flow state. So that way we can, again, it's part of that expansion of our wings before we go in. I also saw Brittany posted the funniest freaking post. And I said, I have a premiere for a movie this week, the legislative act of my pussy. And I was like, yes, like, I don't know if this is like, like, again, okay, she's Libra rising. So this feels like very Venus Kazemi energy. It feels very Scorpionic. Our girl is just like, I was cracking up at that, but I'm just kind of looking through the news for different things that felt Venus Kazemi, which basically things that feel hopeful, optimistic shifts in art, shifts in again, like things that are justice related. So I invite you to look for all of that too. And definitely, again, even just a good practice to kind of look for beauty in the world and things that are beautiful and growing versus uh, things that are breaking and decaying because there's a lot of that happening too. And actually speaking of my girl, Brittany, I have a shout out. This person does not know me at all, but shout out Blazon, G-B-L-A-Z-N on TikTok such a beautiful series of his like pop Game of Thrones series. And you know, I love a pop culture moment. He does these breakdowns, these edits of pop stars from the early 2000s. And he does a lot of stuff on Britney and actually how groundbreaking she was and how revolutionary she was. And you know, like I've always loved Britney. It's so cool to watch someone articulate and break down like why your soul was actually drawn to someone. So check out that work. Speaking of Brittany, other, if astrology isn't real moments, listen, Mars, Gemini, Mars and Gemini has been in place since August 20th. Okay. I've got a lot to say about this. I got to take a deep breath. Mars is going to go retrograde next week. Mars retrograde. We deal a lot with like anger. We could deal with frustration in Gemini. It's going to be about our communications and we're going to feel divided on things. Again, this happening right ahead of the midterms. I'm just preparing us. Have something drop that's going to make us feel really divided, feel really inflammatory. Of course, like that's how midterms also go. But the fact that there's an eclipse on the midterms and then Mars, the natal Mars of the United States, is going retrograde right before that. Just be prepared, be aware, okay? And we're going to want to look for outlets for our anger and frustration. We're going to be really extra mindful with our communication, really think before we speak, think before we post or like send something when we're angry. And we're going to kind of want to fuel that into, again, like something productive, a productive use of our energy. But Mars and Gemini retrograde does have a signature of war. I've told you that before, Mars retrograde in general. And it's going to be a bumpy November, okay? It's just happening. We have a really intense end of October into early November. I really am going to encourage everyone to lay low, take good care of yourself, be involved where you can. Like I said, go out, vote amplify certain things you're seeing in the world that keep you outraged, but I just don't want everyone getting like swept up in the weird energy drama of it all. And um, with that, I guess either this person does not have an astrologer or just maybe has one and does not listen to it, which I would not be surprised. Listen to them. Uh, Kanye West had a very, if astrology isn't real moment, so he has a Sun-Jupiter conjunction in Gemini in his chart, um, which Sun-Jupiter can sometimes be like, egomaniac, megalomaniac, uh, narcissistic tendency. I'm not saying if you have that, it's again, astrology is what we choose to make of it. It's also like a king queen energy in a chart, but (laughs) let's just say Kanye's, you know, hasn't caught up to that frequency of the higher consciousness of it yet. But like, he has to be warned. Like, We need a cosmic consultant on the hotline for Kanye because if I were an as astrologer, I'd be like, we gotta watch our words right now. We're in the retrograde shadow on your sun, on your Jupiter. You're not seeing things clearly. He also personally has Mars and Taurus and that is conjunct his Venus. So he can get kind of set in his ways on something. And like I don't know if you saw on the news this week, but George Floyd's family is suing him for libel for him just running his mouth in a way he shouldn't have. In a way, it's extremely disrespectful and not even true, not backed up again. Shadow of Gemini is just running the mouth. Positive, like high consciousness Gemini has receipts. He had made a false claim that George Floyd died by fentanyl, overdose exposure, inappropriate, doing a lot of damage. Now they're suing him for, I think, a quarter of a billion dollars. So that's on that. I, I don't know. I'm not very litigious, but I hope they win. Also another thing, hello, it's going to cost you. See, this is why not having an astrologer will cost you money. Other thing is that Kanye bought Parlor or like put a bid in to buy Parlour. He agreed to buy it. And it's a like, right wing social media group where like, I guess, first of all, I'm laughing because it's almost like, I can finally speak my truth. I'm like, okay, Connie, like you ever hold back. And I guess it happened because Instagram kicked him off or suspended him for some anti semitic remarks that I missed. I am not even looking up because that shit is violent communications, but that is inappropriate. That is toxic. I don't know why someone needs to have a platform where they can feel quote unquote free to say such things. But you know what? Again, taking my hoof, taking all my heat out of it, on my moral fucking high ground soapbox energy, I'm taking that out of it just from a business move, this was a big mistake. Huge, huge Kanye. Because you know what? Someone else, another very ego, megalomaniac, narcissist, total, I don't even know what a word is, just man on his bullshit, also bought a social media app during Mercury Retrograde Shadow, and it did not end well for him, okay? And that little guy's called Elon Musk in Twitter. So I just think on U.S., you know, no. I mean, they reached this agreement on Monday, the last day of Mercury retrograde shadow. Why? Gemini, don't do things like this. Talk to me. Talk to me before you're going to buy a social media app, okay? That's why I'm here. I'm a cosmic consultant. So anyway, so we'll see where all of that goes. But I was just like watching the two double of obviously Gemini double trouble and just being like, no, oh, no, 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 no. So again, just as we go into Mars retrograde um, in Gemini, I just want us to think about again being mindful with our words, noticing the things that are going to come up that are going to feel divisive, and just seeing again how we can focus on taking care of what we can control, focusing on unity consciousness, and focusing on also like really checking the receipts and becoming well informed on something before we go totally like to bat for it. Mars is going to be square Neptune, so there's going to be a lot of like misinformation, disinformation. Mars. I just want to say when I say when I say talking about war. I do think Mars retrograde is going to bring something that's going to feel exacerbated, some kind of, you know, troop invasions. In 1943, there was a Mars retrograde in Gemini, and that's when World War II had the Tehran Conference. And that's when the Allies agreed to open a second front against Germany by invading France. Dan Waits Astro on Twitter pointed that out. And just thinking about that, like, again, this is kind of the things that we think about other people getting involved. I don't know. There's just, there's just a lot of intense astrology. We gotta lay low. We got to lay low. I also saw the US was invaded Haiti, but it's not in the news question mark. So I just invite us all to like, again, control what we can control, show up to the polls, try to stay well informed. And also just again, staying grounded during all of this. Okay. We're just buckling down. We're keeping a low profile, low prof. That's the RX for this time let's get into the moon report speaking of self-care. So this is your day-by-day emotional weather, how we can stay prepared and feel aligned with the moon who rules and governs our emotional selves. So the day this pod comes out, we have on Friday, October 21st through the evening of the 22nd, we have a Virgo moon energy. So Virgo moon energy We're going to feel like, oh my God, we're going to feel kind of like, oh, we need to pay attention to some details, do some editing, clean things up. This is a great day to get organized. I cannot tell you like as a Virgo son who's on a lifelong journey to feel organized, like when shit hits the fan, feeling organized helps me so much, whether it's feeling my spaces, feeling physically organized, or just feeling like, okay, I have a plan I know how to do this. And just, again, if something is weighing on your mind and your intuition is nudging you to take care of something, don't procrastinate. Use the Virgo moon energy to do that, to take care of it. Virgo moon days be good to your body those days too. Maybe make yourself a beautiful plant-based meal, get a green juice, go to yoga. Again, helping us feel aligned, clear. We're going to look out for those days being overly picky, picking a fight, feeling critical of ourselves or others. We're just going to not do that, okay? We're going to use our words to bless, okay? And Saturday, the 22nd, we're getting closer to the eclipse portal. So on the 22nd evening into the 23rd and into the 24th, we have moon in Libra. So here we will be officially into Scorpio season that we enter on the 23rd and carrying us right off, starting Scorpio season with a bang, that new moon solar eclipse on the 25th. So those Libra moon days, let's do something to make ourselves feel more beautiful, more balanced. Let's, again, put some love, some attention into our relationships. Let's also do something that feels like just beauty for beauty's sake. Never underestimate when there's Libra energy in the air, how beautiful it feels to just enjoy beauty. Also, Scorpio sun, Libra moon days might be noticing like what's being reflected to you through your relationships, right? Is that reflecting your growth? journey you've been on, you're seeing that in your relationships now, or you're reflecting some patterns or things that you're ready to kind of move through, giving you a little like cosmic sneak peek of some of the eclipse medicine, just paying attention to that. And we're just going to on Libra Moon Day's work on being like decisive, being clear with people, being direct. Okay. Then we go into Scorpio Moon on the 25th, the 26th. And the 27th, carrying us into the weekend, then we'll have a Sag Moon hopefully add some lightness and brightness and sense of adventure and warmth after a little bit of the the eclipse maybe takes us on a ride. So I'm going to talk about the eclipse and what to expect from that. So I'm just going to jump right into Sag Moon Day on the 27th. Yeah. Do something, again, to help yourself feel expansive. Do something to make yourself laugh. Do something, go on a little adventure. Like, do something new for your brain. Read a new book. Go to a new coffee shop. Go to a new restaurant. Go to a new neighborhood. It feels really good on a Sag Moon Day. And also a Sag Moon Day, it's like, see where you're feeling some kind of optimism. See where maybe that Scorpio Moon tore down some of the walls and now the Sag Moon's like seeing a different possibility. Okay? Okay things you are going to look out for. Sag Moon days are not great for like, paying attention to detail. <laughs> They're just not. They're like big, broad sweeping stroke days. So instead, again, do something that feels like that. Okay, so let's get into the planetary planning of it all. Let's talk about the eclipse. So first up, what do we need to know about this eclipse in particular? Well, first and foremost, it goes down October 25th, 6.49 a.m. Eastern Time. It's a partial new moon solar eclipse in two degrees of Scorpio. So you're going to definitely want to see where you have two degrees um, or, you know, five degrees on either side of that of Scorpio. So late degrees of Libra, early degrees of Scorpio in your chart, getting a big shedding, going through a big rebirth. And As a reminder, if you're new here, or if you just forget, a solar eclipse is essentially like a new moon on steroids. So the new moon is like a new beginning of sorts, right? And during a solar eclipse, it's like the moon is sandwiched directly between the earth and the sun. And in ancient times, it said that this kind of created a confusion as it sort of temporarily disconnected us from reality. And this portal brings new beginnings, absolutely. Eclipses are wild cards. They are powerful. They give us a jump start and a turbo boost. And because this one is conjunct the south node in Scorpio, it's a deep release, a deep realizing of like where you are really ready to end a karmic contract or end a big pattern or one where one has already ended and you're feeling the new beginning of that, okay? And so Scorpio eclipses, you know, we want to just not charge our crystals, not do the moon water, not do the magic. Instead, we want to go inward. We want to slow down, listen to your body, make time for rest, create beauty, you know, journal, drink lots of water and just go with the flow and trust the process. Trust, 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 trust is going to be a very key word for this eclipse. Okay. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what to expect for this eclipse, but I, I want you to find, you know, where you go square in on your chart. I'm going to go through each sign based on your rising sign and what we can kind of expect through this. So, okay. Uh, it also applies to your sun sign too, but 1st your rising, then your sun. So for Aries and Aries rising, this new moon is going to bring you a big rebirth, a shedding. It's um, going to connect you back into your raw power. Maybe you realized where you've given your power away and now you're taking it back. And it's going to open you up to a whole new level of realizing, again, how powerful you are, open you up to new opportunities for vulnerability, intimacy, sensuality, oof, sexy. Taurus, Taurus rising, it's hitting your part of your chart about your relationships, your partnerships, your connections uh, with romantic partners, absolutely, but also business partners and seeing, again, where a new beginning is happening in that area of your life. Gemini, Gemini rising It's hitting the part of your chart that's all about health and wellness and the support systems you need and the rituals and the routines to help you be of service, to help you show up for your sacred work, all about self care, physical, mental health, okay? Cancer and cancer rising. This is hitting the part of your chart about your creative expression, fertility, showing up really in a playful, joyful way in life, your magnetism, inner child healing. Leo, Leo rising. This is offering you a new beginning in terms of your home, your house, where you live, but also your family, your sense of belonging, and yeah, like ancestral connections. Virgo, Virgo rising. This is all about you being asked to share a message right now through your writing, through teaching, through broadcasting. You're being asked to share your voice in a different way and to kind of see where your new mindset, what's your new mindset that's been born? Where are you shedding some old skin? Yeah, from the old consciousness. Libra, Libra rising, this is affecting, you know, new money opportunities for you, new senses of worthiness, new opportunities to make income, to have yeah, change in your resources, your physical position, uh possessions, and also kind of a like self-esteem upgrade. Scorpio, this is affecting you, your identity, who you are, your magnetism, feeling yourself really like a cosmic emergence, you coming out in a really new Extremely authentic, original, vibrant version of you wants to emerge, okay? And and pay attention to where that's being, how that's being guided. Sag and Sag rising, this is a time of healing and rest and renewal for you. And it's going to be like this eclipse going through the part of your chart that may be showing you, yeah, like where you need to come inward, where you need to slow down, where you need to listen to your intuition a little bit more, and where you're just kind of ready for like a spiritual recharge and seeing like the opportunities that emerge around that. And then Capricorn, Capricorn Rising, new opportunities for community, networking, being involved in projects that impact your community, tap into your visionary energy. We love that for you. Aquarius, Aquarius Rising, it's bringing a big new beginning around your career, purpose, recognition, your public self, the work you do, your professional side. So yeah, giddy up. And then Pisces, Pisces rising, this is just bringing you in general, a huge new outstretching like expanse of your perspective of what's possible in the world. It may bring you a new adventure. You may be on a journey to undergo some higher learning, but essentially your horizons are getting mega expanded. Okay. So yes, this is the time, the eclipse, the theme of this eclipse in two degrees of Scorpio Mm -hmm. You know, this is new beginnings on a large, large scale. And to really understand um, this eclipse, we want to understand a few things about it. Like Scorpio, the traditional rulers are Mars and Pluto, or Mars is the traditional. The new ruler is Pluto. So you can also look to see where you have Mars and Pluto on your chart to see where, again, that might be adding some cosmic context to this new moon. The Taurus eclipse will be ruled by Venus. That'll be coming up, you know, in two weeks. But this eclipse is actually conjunct Venus and Scorpio. So a lot of this eclipse is about declaring our worthiness and being really fixed in that and really looking at our relationships. And again, what is being mirrored through them that may be guiding us to understand something deeper about ourselves, especially about Scorpio things. And Scorpio to me is really boils down to its power. It's power, baby. And, you know, I think about Scorpio things, even everything happening with Roe versus Wade and reproductive rights, very Scorpio. Scorpio rules like reproductive systems, but it's like, oh, this stuff's not about whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, you're pro-life, sure. Like any other legislation reflects that. No, this is about power, holding power over a group of people, right? So we see how like Scorpio things to me always trace back to power. And to really understand Scorpio energy in this eclipse, obviously we're looking at Venus, but Scorpio is the second water sign. What's the first water sign? Cancer. Great job. So cancer really connects us to our subconscious, connects us to our uh, energy of our childhood. Cancer connects us to the things that we need or needed, desired, or things that formed in our mind growing up. Like what were the needs that were not met? What were the things that were met? what are the things that again we're still holding on to from our childhood cancer is that all that water of like that connects us to our ancestry our childhood and then scorpio as the next water sign really then shows us the behaviors that we create from the space of our first water sign cancer so meaning like yeah if you were hugged enough as a child felt safe felt like you could express your feelings and your needs then your Scorpio energy is going to feel like, okay, yeah, I can have healthy attachment styles. I can trust, the Scorpio word, that people can handle all of aspects of me, my emotions. I can trust myself enough to be open and intimate. If we didn't get something in that cancer energy, or we learn something about our emotions or other people's emotions, it may show up in Scorpio ways. If we think the only way to uh, make someone fall in love with us is by controlling them or not allowing them any freedom, that's very Scorpio, right? It's a shadow of Scorpio energy. Fixed water can get very controlling. Scorpio, you know, in the shadow energy can be a lot about manipulation. It can be about keeping secrets. It could be about fear, paranoia of someone or something leaving. It could be like a clinging... And so it's like, ooh, we really can look at our cancer to understand that a little bit better. Some of that, like, and again, (laughs) Scorpio Eclipse is gonna come to connect us to all parts of ourselves. So we just want to be honest. There's nothing wrong with this. Listen, I avoided doing this work too. It's uncomfortable to look at. It's easier to be like, I don't want to look at that pile of things in the basement, but they will make themselves known to you. Okay. And they will continue to hold you back and keep you in certain patterns until you bring those things up and out of the shadows and really look at them. Okay. We cannot heal. We cannot move past through that, which we're not aware of. Right. And like anything that's unconscious just becomes our karma. That's like a Carl Jung kind of expression. So bringing things into consciousness, into awareness immediately helps us integrate and move past and figure out why we do the things we do. Scorpio is very much about our compulsions, our motivations, our subconscious things that Like have us doing things that aren't necessarily in our best interest, keeps us in patterns of playing small, keeps us in unhealthy attachments, keeps us in just things that aren't really serving our highest and purest truth, okay? So when we go into a Scorpio eclipse, we want to be open and ready and be the brave bitches that we know we are and be like, yeah, bring it on. I am powerful enough to look at all these things and to know I can move through them and integrate them. And it's not about healing these things or eradicating it. I just heard this on Natalia Benson's podcast, love her. She says something about like shadow work, money shadow work. And it was like, you're not here to eradicate your shadow. You're here to integrate it. And I love that because I always say that. I'm like, we're not trying to like tamp down our shadow side. We're just trying to integrate it. And again, into more understanding into bringing bring things into the light. And again, we have to own with our Scorpio energy of like, what are the things that we haven't even been aware that we've been participating in? and Scorpio energy too, is like, again, the things that come up when our cancer's needs aren't met. So it's like, oh, you hurt me. I feel hurt. I'm going to hurt you. That's that Scorpio stinger, right? Or Scorpio is like, I've never had a safe place to talk about my emotions hurt pain. So therefore I'm going to mask that. I'm going to manipulate others. I'm going to hide it. I'm going to shove it deep down. And yeah. And then eventually that all just makes you feel very bottled up because Scorpio is water energy. Scorpio wants to flow. Cancer energy is like, mm, like you know, that bathtub energy. Scorpio energy is like a power washer, pressure washer. Cancer energy is like going into the Caribbean Sea. Scorpio energy is like going down into the Mariana Trenches. Like we see the difference of the water energy there, but really, the Scorpio journey and what we're going to go on this new moon eclipse, and maybe you've already been going on it. It's about ownership and it's about going deeper into your own power and it's about the karma that you clear and the freedom you get when you go in there but it's about really looking at the unconscious patterns, habits, reactions that keep you self-sabotaging or keep you feeling stuck. And you realize from there, again, back to the cancer energy, where growing up, where was your power denied to you? Where was your truth denied to you? Where were you meant to feel unsafe? And then seeing how that shows up in shadow energy in your Scorpio. Does that show up through a projection? Does that show up from like not wanting to look at some of those emotions because when you did feel them, someone made you feel unlovable? Does that feel like someone gaslighted you and uh, out of your own feelings or experience or intuition? Now, how can we go back in there, right? How can we feel the thing that's rising up in us that wants to be understood so we could reclaim a part of ourselves? And oh, There's so much clearing right now. There's so much clearing. I just want you to pay attention to as this eclipse gets closer, we are going to feel a whirlwind of emotions. We're going to feel sadness and jealousy and rage and despondence and paranoia. Like if things, if we have not been feeling it, especially, it's going to come up. And it's coming up to be revealed so we could work on it because all of these things, like all of these things, are coming up for our own power. Because when we shove them down underneath and we don't look at them, What do we do? The first thing we do when we're not in our high consciousness of Scorpio energy is first of all, we're immediately, we're stuck because we're not transforming. We're not doing the work we're meant to be doing in Scorpio area. And also the other shadow of Scorpio is looking for power outside of yourself. If you've been doing that, stop that shit. Just stop it. Like we've all done it. I've done it. Scorpio energy feels when it's a shadowy, unconscious place feels like I don't have my own power. I have to take it. I have to manipulate it. I have to get it proved by someone else. I have to. Oh my God, what's her name? Oh fuck, that girl who did the Uncut Joms girl Julia Fox, did an f- amazing video. It was a whole sermon on how like she's no longer seeking male approval or attention for her looks. She bleeds her eyebrows, and her follow-up video, everyone's like, "Why? What?" And she's like, "I'll be honest." this is a luxury and a privilege that at this point in my life anymore, I don't have to use my sexuality to manipulate men because I didn't come from a certain background. I didn't have a certain education. So what I had to work with was my body and my sexuality. But now I have had the grace by the grace of the universe, the grace of God, I don't have to do that anymore. So I'm fucking done with that. And I was like, wow, I was so self-aware and it was so honest. And as someone who definitely used like my looks and My relationship with men in some shadowy ways in my 20s. I was like, listen, if everyone here is just gonna think I'm like a dumb blonde with curves, then I'm just gonna give them what they want and I'm gonna take what I want from it. And you know, nothing like, you know, but like not crossing huge lines, Uh, maybe sometimes here or there, but like in that sense of like, okay, well, if I know that I can (laughs) giggle and twirl my hair and get what I want, then I'm gonna do it. And that was what I taught, what I thought was like. Okay, fine. If the traditional systems of power aren't going to give it to me, then I'm going to take it. But it didn't feel good. And it led me to some really sticky places and I did not, it wasn't my true power. Okay. And now I understand my sensuality, my sexuality in a way of like, whoa, I was underselling myself there. Like my sexuality, my sensuality, my physical self, my soul is so much more powerful than that. But I also want to say the Julia Fox thing, like, we wanna see where are we seeking power from someone else or where are we looking to hide a part of ourselves because we have a fear of not feeling powerful or being perceived as being powerful. That's a great first place to look for the Scorpio new moon eclipse. That's a great first like shadow deep dive, okay? Also, Scorpio energy can show up as jealousy. So seeing like where you're feeling like someone else always has something you don't have, okay? Looking at that, Oof. That's let's go right in there. And let's have a conversation with that but again, your cancer version of you. Why do you think that little one? Little Maddie, why do you think that you don't deserve that? Why do you think everyone else has that and you don't? Like wh- where where does that come from? Where does that story come from? How can we unravel that? How can we go in there and like rewrite that story so that way you can stop giving your power away to that narrative? Because it's a waste of energy. And honestly, it's not a good look, babe. So, like these are the things. So I'm saying the Scorpio Eclipse, it's a big shedding. It is like the rebirth we've all been waiting for for a very long time, but it's going to be intense. It's going to come at a cost. Scorpio rules like debt and taxes. It's like the price we have to pay for our transformation is being willing to do this work, is being willing to go into the places we do not want to go. The treasure you seek is in the cave you really don't want to go into. That's not really like a I thought that was going to come out more like a poetic quote, but just real talk. It's like this space you don't want to go in, that's where it all lies, okay? That's where the treasure, where the gem that you're seeking is there. And you're powerful. You can handle it. That's what's also cool about Scorpio energy is you go in, you come back, and you're like, holy shit, that did not kill me. That made me stronger. I am my own ride or die, and I am a powerful bitch, so I want you to own that. And what happens in the Scorpio energy too is you begin to understand yourself on such a deep level that no one, no one can make you feel less than, no one can make you feel like something you're not. But you're like, I know myself so in and out, so up and down in a 360 way that like, I refuse to take your shit. That's not me. That's you. And that for me was really powerful as someone who really tends to like internalize Criticism from others, or really wanting to, like, always again have some sort of like I don't know, if like, perfect image is the right word, but like, didn't want to upset anybody ever, right? Wanted to have some sort of like perfect emotional track record, whatever that means. And so, yeah, so we're going into this eclipse, we're letting the pressure washer of the Scorpio energy just clear, cut, cancel anything that's holding us out of that place of feeling in our power again, a lot of things with relationships coming up, a lot of things with money coming up when Venus is there. And this transformation energy is going to last until the middle of next year. Okay. Because I talked about the Libra, those like that cardinal energy, the 29 degrees, our first Aries eclipse is going to be in 29 degrees Aries cardinal energy in the spring. And then we're going to have another, yes, two degree Scorpio eclipse during that same time too. Okay. So we're going to be feeling the next eclipses are going to be Scorpio and Aries versus Scorpio and Taurus. But we're going to be feeling whatever started here today, what you're activating is going to bring you on a whole journey if you just say yes. Okay. So what do we do? We're showing up boldly, heart open, arms outstretched, those wings, let the wind of change carry you. And like, if it's all feeling very intense, if it's all just feeling like, I don't want to, it's so hard to like, let go. It really is. I'm really going to go there. I want to recommend go sit in your car somewhere, go put on headphones and listen to Landslide by Stevie Nicks. <laughs> this song like, has always gotten to me, but since seeing her in concert, I want you to listen to that. And I want you to feel into the lyrics and I want you to see your life as like, there's a wheel that's turning and it's asking you to like jump on the wheel and really do this work and feel empowered to be yourself and notice where the people who are the energy takers and the places that are energy takers and those things, those are just shedding away right now. There is such a shedding like we have never seen before. And talk about like breaking karmic contracts and new energy being reborn. And just like if that thing has come to its full like time, it's full term, we're just gonna let it go. Okay. And we might have to sink down to rise up high. That's part of the Scorpio journey too. We may have to learn about how we have to take greater responsibility for our energy. But that's cool. That's what bad bitches do, is we live in conscious right relationship and integrity, okay? And there is, like, such an opportunity here. Scorpio also likes privacy and rest. So I'm also just going to remind us all that we may need to rest a lot do this, but pulling inward, right? Not in, like, a detaching way, but if we need to come inwards, okay, I want you to have permission to do that. And I want you to think about what do I need? What is my truth? What is my sense of personal power that maybe like I never got to express in that cancer version of me? Or what was the thing that I wasn't allowed to feel into or be validated in, in my childhood? And how can I make more space for that now? So I am going to sign off here. I'm actually going to play landslide at the end of this. I hope it's not a copyright infringement. Please don't sue me, Lindsay, Stevie. But I do want you to, if you're like, want, I'm gonna just allow you to like listen to the song, and I want you to feel into like, where are you being called to go right now? How are you being called to stand more in your power? How are you being called to close some chapters, and also like close out the things that are just not in alignment? Where are you being called to acknowledge, and require, and demand more for yourself? because of these new higher standards that you've stepped into. And you are here, you're on the threshold. You are like stepping into, again, like really being that co-creator of your life and owning that like the best thing you can do for your journey is to keep following, right? What is true to you, to keep expanding those wings and taking that leap and having more faith in yourself and more trust in yourself, and your higher self, in the universe, and your guides, then you have fear. It's okay to have a little bit of fear. It's natural. We just don't want it to have us in a place of being frozen. Okay? So Scorpio eclipse, power washing this shit down. And you know what I'm going to say. You know, I'm going to tell you that I am sending you the biggest blessings. I am sending you just Bountiful, beautiful prayers of protection and direction, wrapping you up in stardust and telling you that, just reminding you, you're here to make magic, you're here to love yourself fully, and you're here to take no shit. And we are calling in big, amazing, out of the park love for you, hot sex, juicy checks, abundance, peace, and beauty for you and yours and for generations to come. Okay, now I'm going to go cry at landslide. I invite you to join me. If this is too tinny or the audio quality isn't good, go turn it up on Spotify or YouTube and just let yourself feel into it.
1: afraid of changing, cause I've built my life around you, but time makes you bolder, even children get older, and i get older too. I makes you bolder, even children get older i get older too i get getting older too Oh, take my love and take it down i climb a mountain and turn around and if you see my reflection in the snow covered hills, will the landslide will bring you down? And if you see my reflection in the snow covered hills, will the landslide will bring you down? Oh, oh the landslide.